0: so you're the um director of a fan film called alien the message when right. when did you uh, release the film
1: uh the re- the film was released in on uh june 6 uh, 2020 um uh via YouTube Premiere.
0: Right. Um
1: I had about uh, five hundred uh live uh live viewing audience at, at Wow, this, that's you know, great. Premiere. That was it was very cool, yes.
0: Yeah. And the response was very positive?
1: Yes, yes, yes. It was very positive. Uh, uh, everyone liked it. Uh, there were nitpickings uh, here and there, but uh, the overall uh, response was very positive. Yes.
2: Yeah.
0: And so in January of this year you released a 4K upscale version of it.
1: Right. Right. Um I did this because uh, because YouTube um tend to to downsize the uh, 1080p versions mm, uh, mm. very heavily. Uh, so I decided to do a 4K uh, release, but it's not a real 4K because I, I couldn't afford to render every every shot again in 4K. Yeah, wasn't yeah, possible. But the upscale is uh, is looks way better uh, than the than the 1080P version.
0: What did you and use to do the upscale? What was your process in doing that? Uh,
1: I, I just um, I just uh, uh, did. Um, uh was going into my uh, video editor and uh, I, I, I rearranged uh, one scene, which was heavily criticized uh, by some people and uh, and I uh, did a new <clears throat> color color grading. and then I just um, I just rendered it uh, out in four k. Ah. It's, uh, it's just a simple uh, a simple upscale.
0: I think you I think your editor was Avis.
1: Uh edit. Yeah, uh, Abbott. Abbott Ab- is uh, a major composer. Yeah, that's Got it. The, the the editings of uh, I use. Yes. Good. Good. Because um, I'm um, I'm working here in, in Germany. Uh, I'm working as a, a freelance uh, editor um, for movies and TV shows and so on. Ah. I'm, I'm, in the, I'm working in the film industry. Yeah. And this Machinima project is so the thing I do in my spare time.
0: Right. No wonder the film was so wonderfully edited. I re-watched it again last night, and I was so impressed with the editing in the film. No Thank wonder, you. because that's what you do, do on a professional level. So yes. that, that's the reason why. I wanted to ask you, you put a disclaimer at the beginning of uh, the film, and you say, this film, Alien, The Message, is a fan film which not, does not pursue any financial interest. There would be no monetization via YouTube. If, however, an advertisement is shown before this video, it's because the rights holders have claimed the video for themselves. Why yes. did you feel it was necessary to put that disclaimer at the beginning?
1: Um, uh, I, I wanted uh, to. Um, um, I was thinking, okay, when I do this, maybe maybe it will stay up. It won't. Uh, it won't strike by uh, by the the holders of the rights. Um, uh, as a turn it turns out uh, disney doesn't care very much about this it's, it's not; uh, um, they don't care uh, but um, the uh, right holders for the music uh, care ah, yeah, yeah 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 so yeah. the uh, it's the soundtrack because i used the original soundtrack from Jared Goldsmith to to have the, this uh, this feel of the first movie mm-hmm. uh, And so but they let me uh, they let the video uh, on air and uh, and they collect the revenue, which is, uh, I guess, a few cent or something.
0: Right, right, right. So they, so they, the copyright issue is that um, uh, they claim the copyright. So if any revenue comes from advertising during your film, they get it.
1: Yes, yes. So Got if it. you see any advertisement, and I, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to have the impression that I would, I capitalize from from right. uh, from an IP I don't own. Got uh, it. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's not what I wanted. And so, uh, I, I thought they just it would be the right thing to
0: do. That, that was very smart. I think it was a very smart way to handle it, especially the music rights. Cause they're very aggressive even here yes. in the United States. Now it's copyright technically. What is the cop where, what copyright law is in effect on a video YouTube? Is it the copyright law of Germany, because you made the film, or the copyright law of the United States?
1: Uh, I guess it's both. So um, mm. the, uh, the 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 right holders. I think it's it's an automatic uh, automatic process. Uh, YouTube scans the video and um, and they recognize certain uh, certain tunes, right? And it will um, it will claimed automatically and. It, and the, the white holders will be informed about that. And then they have to decide what to do. And uh, they decided to, to to leave it there, but collect ah. the revenue from the yep. ads.
0: Yeah, yep. that makes sense. Uh, it was smart to think of that. Have you had any issues since you put it up in the two years since it's been up in the, in the 4K at all?
1: No, no issues. No issues at all. Good. But, uh, you can watch the movie, and that's what I wanted.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um I'm curious why did you choose iClone 7 uh as your base application in making this film? Uh I
1: I'm I'm a, a long long time iClone user. I started with iClone in uh back in 2012.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um I was uh I I, I love the software. It's uh, it's the main purpose of the software is to do movies, to create right. movies. Right and um it's not a reworked game engine it's it's uh, the whole software is just uh, to do uh, and create movies and that's that's what i liked about it and um so i started with iclone 5 and um uh, and iclone 7 was was uh, a good good tool uh, to start uh, uh this long dream of mine i always wanted to do an alien movie and uh, in 2017, I thought it would be time
0: to do it. Mm. Mm. What is it about the Alien um, world and franchise that so fascinates you and so f- makes you so uh, inspires you?
1: I was 12, I think 12 or 13 when I saw the f- movie first in, in on a small TV uh, in the night. And this movie, uh, this movie inspired me a lot. Uh, inspired me to go into the into the uh, film industry. Uh, it, ah, was, um, ah. it was such a it, it had such a great impression on me um, that I, I loved this movie so much, and uh, I also loved the the uh, the second part, the Aliens from mm-hmm. James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, it's it's this retro sci-fi dark world which uh, is. Effort, which is very um very interesting for me and, and uh, that's the reason why i decided to do this
0: yeah yeah what do you think exactly is a, a fan film or a fan creation what are you trying to do as a fan trying to recreate the experience of the film or 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 something uh, else
1: in in this case yeah um the alien franchise is a bit um a bit narrow in terms of um of what you can tell you know it's basically uh, surviving a heavily uh, overpowered beast right and uh, you can do this one or twice or maybe three films mm-hmm. uh and then you have to put something new on the table which uh with the scott did with prometheus um and then he did alien covenant and i saw that movie and i was very furious about it yeah, because it was yeah. a very very bad movie yeah. And uh, I agree. when I saw that, I thought I can do better. And that's <laughs> the reason why I started just uh, the writing the script and everything else.
0: I wonder how many uh, creations and not just fan films, but uh, professional work as well um, started with the, the idea that I can do better than that.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I have to add uh, uh, I, I called it a fan film because if you when you look at the movie it's basically uh it's basically the the original movie the first 20 minutes and the last 20 minutes yes uh, combined into one into one uh, short uh, yeah. 43 minute movie
0: yeah although so i love the- i love your twist at the end uh which i'm yeah. not going to give away but i but you know what i'm talking about the yes. twist that connects it to the original alien film
1: yeah that was uh, that was uh, a goal to have um uh, to have it, uh, to, so uh, if Disney, every, if Disney would decide, oh, this is cool, uh, I want to, I want to show this, uh, you can put it into the canon and it will uh, fit perfectly. Fit, and That right. was the goal. Uh, right. Writing this.
0: Now the story development. How did you come up with the story, and did you storyboard it when you set out?
1: Uh, no, I didn't storyboard it uh, I wrote the script in in the early summer of 2017 and it, uh, it was very quick uh, I, I had the idea I had these the overall idea how, how to end it and and how to uh, uh, how to tell it uh, and, and so I wrote it in uh, three or five four days and then the script was was finished um, what I had to think about was, I, I do this. Uh, I've done this alone. I had a friend, Andreas Günther. He did the, the all, all the conversion work uh, from the game Alien Isolation, so all the assets and from this game uh, uh, converted uh, over to iClone. Um, and I had to think. Uh, I do. I do the animation work and everything else. I do this alone, and so I, I had to. Uh, had to check that the story is not too convoluted, not too mm. big. Mm. So I have I have one one uh, female hero, yeah. I have uh, uh, and and only a few scenes where where you see uh, uh, more than one one or two people, right? Um, to have uh, to have a chance to finish this uh, mm. uh, on my own,
0: right? How long was the production process from start to finish?
1: Oh, almost three years. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Wow.
0: That's a lot yeah, of dedication. Um, it shows in the film, by <laughs> the way. Congratulations. It's such a great, great film.
1: Thank you. It's three years because it's a it's a, it's a project I do in my spare time. So right. and, uh, sometimes right. I have uh, a lot of work. I'm a freelancer. I have to do what comes in. And, right. um, uh, and sometimes I had to stop the project and, and put it on hold uh, for about six months. Mm. And uh, do nothing, and um, and then came the the COVID situation in yeah, early yeah. 2020, and business went down to zero, and uh, that was that was uh, the time I um, uh, I had time to do every day on the movie, and uh, yeah. and so I could release it in summer of 2020.
0: Did the film change much from when you started to when you finally came up with the finished version? Uh,
1: No, no. I, I I added um, a last minute scene and this is the scene which was uh, discussed the most because I felt uh, the action or the, the the interaction with the, with the bees is, uh, was to, was not, um, how do I put it? Uh, the the piece was too lo- too long away, and mm. uh, I, I wanted it. Um, and, uh, wanted an interaction with the female hero, uh, uh, in in the last third of the movie, and so I I wrote uh, a little scene with the, with the chair. You know uh-huh. the, the scene with the chair.
0: Right.
1: Uh, uh, and uh, uh, I had to to uh, come back uh, the, the lead actress uh, come back uh, and record new lines, and I did this this was a last minute thing and was not very well thought through. And this is the scene, which is mostly dis- discussed and, and, uh, uh, mostly criticized.
0: I so, see.
1: Yeah. Uh, so but, maybe. You, um, but everything else was, was done as planned.
0: So maybe you learned something there that perhaps adding something in isn't a good idea after you've uh, finished the project. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I know right. that. I know that feeling very well. You know, one of the things I liked in the film was these interesting video shots, you know, where various uh, monitors in the, the ship, you'd cut to them and you'd have this sort of video interface, yeah. with the low quality thing. How did you create those shots? I thought they were very effective in telling the story and keeping the action moving. Um, it, us, it also gives a sense that somebody's watching the lead character all the time. How did you create those shots?
1: Uh, those shots were, uh, also I rendered them normally, uh, like every other shot, and uh, every effect to uh, every video effect and, and dem- film damage diff- effects were done uh, later on the Avid uh, Media yeah. Composer. There mm-hmm. were effect libraries, uh, which uh, I combined to create this this old uh, VHS uh, uh, kind of look. Yeah.
0: yeah it's very very effective especially where you place them in the uh in the film it really gives a an eerie sense of of somebody watching you know
1: i like yeah, I, I thought i i thought it would be uh it would be a, a thing on such a big ship that you have uh everywhere cameras to <clears throat> to uh to um control and and oversee uh what's happening on the ship so so uh um, that was the thinking behind it, and, yeah. and I thought it would be a very cool visual uh, effect. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's also an addition to the uh, uh, the film because I don't recall shots like that in the original film.
1: No, no. Right. So I thought I, it was, I was a... A, I, in the in the second film. We have the 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 cameras the right. soldiers have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh but not in the first in the first yeah. movie you don't, don't have such thing
0: no. thought it was an excellent addition um one of the th- another thing that I liked a lot about the movie is the sound design and the music choices in there um where did you did you do all of the sound editing yourself and what were some yes. of your sources
1: yes yes uh the sound editing is completely done by myself uh, it was a very tedious uh, work to do. Uh, it took me uh, a lot of time <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. to get this uh, together. Uh, the most most of the sound um, sources were from the game in isolation. So this game, um, uh, this game gave us the opportunity to, to use all the original sounds because they had they had the the rights to use them, and there were tu- there were tools uh, to uh, to get them out of the game. And so, um, so I, could, uh, I could use a lot of original sounds, like the, the A and, and hisses right. and the original yeah. alarm sounds and such a thing. I, I even used the, the, um, the original distress call uh, yes, which yes. was never used in the in the original movie, but there is a deleted scene you can watch on YouTube and where the, the crew uh, listens to this, this just call. Yes, It's
0: yes. such an
1: eerie sound, and, and they used it even in the trailers, but they never used it in the movie, and I mm. loved it. And, and that's the reason why I, why I wanted it in my
0: movie. Nice touch, nice touch. Um, tell me a little bit about the voice casting and the recording. What was your process behind that?
1: Uh, the process was, there is, um, there is a very big uh, community on the internet uh, with uh, semi-professional um, actors who do a lot of voice work. Uh, they, they're dubbing a lot of Japanese uh, uh, and, uh, animes and such things. And uh, there's, a, um, there's a website called uh, the Casting Call Club, Mm. And there are a lot of people there uh, who have uh, very good uh, microphones and very good setups to, to do a lot of, um, lot of professional voice work. And um, I, do, I did a casting there and uh, a lot of people uh, um, attended and um, I it was a paid. So I paid all the actors. They all got uh, yeah. got um, money for for their work because I don't want them to, to work for free uh, right. for this. Uh, um, and so I got uh, very very good actors to uh, to do the voice work. And they record the lines. They send me the lines. I I, um, I listen to them and I give them uh, directions for for a redo if 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 necessary. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I have uh, in, in within the two months I had all the lines for the for the movie uh, with me and I could start the animating process.
0: It was nice. They did a very good job. The lead actress yeah. was quite good, especially yeah. in those uh, scenes where she wasn't saying any lines but she was um, making sort of voice sounds, uh, yes. responding to various situations. It was really quite good.
1: That's that's what I what's what I. Um, uh i wanted her to do uh, i i told her please um, uh, do a lot of uh, scream breathing sounds uh because because a lot of animation movies always uh always concentrate on the voice but there is yes there is so much more like breathing and 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 uh, uh and hissing and, and gasps and, uh, and gasps and such things yeah uh um and this is mostly overlooked in animations, and I I, uh, I find this uh, makes the, the movie much more uh, believable.
0: Well, that was one of the great things about the original film too, is the sound design, and it included a lot of uh, vocal thing, non-speaking vocal noises by the yes. the cast, and also the grittiness of the of the scenes. It needed that extra uh, realism to. To be believable, I think.
1: Yes, yes, yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. Um, let me ask you here. I I was really, I, I really enjoyed several scenes in the film, and, and I have to tell you, you know, all of us at the uh, on the podcast, we've been involved in machinima for a long time, and we select different films each month to to view and to talk about. And oftentimes, someone will select a long film. And by long, I mean, most of the films we select are fairly short, five to 15 minutes. But sometimes somebody will pick an hour long film or a 40 minute film or sometimes even an hour and a half. And so when your film was chosen by one of our um, uh, podcasters, Damian, Damien Valentine, who's a filmmaker himself. He does a, a space Star Wars space fan film. Oh. He, um, uh, put it up and we all groaned because it was for over 40 minutes. Cause usually the films that are that long, they can't sustain the believability of the narration. But I want to say every single one of us got to groaned and then went, Oh my God, this is so great. And couldn't stop watching. And last last night when I sat down and I went, Oh god, I gotta watch this whole thing again. I sat down and it was I was thirty minutes into it before I realized I was watching it and I had to take notes. So <laughs> so kudos to kudos to you for making a film that is animated for one thing. Which is much harder to do realism and animation and that's part of the reason why Pixar is so successful because they do essentially non-realistic films or cartoons. you know. Yes, but I, I really love that scene where she finally learns at the computer that the rest of the cat the rest of the crew are dead.
2: What's the current medical status of the crew?
0: Climatologist James Richardson, dead. Ship Dr. Matthew Newland, dead. Pilot Sidney Taylor, dead. Stop. First Officer Sophia Baker, dead. Captain Burke Anderson, I said stop! Dead. And there was, the way you shot it, it allowed a great deal of emotion to come up, a great deal of feeling for her and the unemotional computer voice who was talking to her added to the contrast of her situation you know
1: that and was not an actor it was a real computer voice i know i know that yeah. the, in the credits
0: i noticed that <laughs> yeah. and I, th- I thought the animation in this and iClone is a good program but sometimes they have a little problem with animation it's the transitions between one animation and another it, yes, can be yes. a little, it can be a little jerky. And I thought the animation in general for the whole film was great, but this scene in particular, her response and then her animation set was just really, really well done, Renee. Uh, congratulations on that. It's not easy to create an emotional response in an animation, so you did a great job on that.
1: Thank you very much. Uh, it was hard work uh, to do that. Um, um i i used uh, i used faceware to to do the um to do the the facial animation so uh, i did it uh but it's a combination faceware and and hand uh, hand animated uh, facial animation uh everything else is completely animated by hand uh, mm. the, sometimes i used uh, walk animations which were which were which i bought uh, somewhere uh but the rest of the of the thing was uh, completely um yeah, done by me. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. How much did you get off of the Real Illusion Marketplace to, as to contribute to the film, the set design, and all of that? Uh,
1: in this case, almost none, because uh, because we wanted to to stay as true as possible to mm. the um, to the original uh, movie, and so we uh, we almost uh, did everything. Um, from from the game A in isolation, or from uh, from other models uh, we found in the internet to uh, to um, to create this right. uh, this believable uh, retro sci-fi uh, world we all know. Yeah, and um, there are several models from Reillusion in there, but not but very much. Yeah, uh, yep. in this case, not.
0: Your your camera uh, animation was really quite masterly as well there's a scene at around 42 minutes which has a bird's eye shot of an alien walking left to right with very long shadows ahead and the camera moves down and then pans up and pushes into the heroine hiding yeah that scene that shot i couldn't believe it was done in iClone how did you manage to create such a great camera effect and make it so smooth
1: uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I, as I said, I'm, I'm using iClone since 2012. I have, uh, now I have some experience to, <laughs> to create yeah, such, yeah, a, yeah. such a, a, a smooth, a smooth, uh, transition, but iClone has grown over the years and, and there, um, and even in, in iClone seven, there are a lot of, um, a lot of new tools to help you with that. And, um, the thing is uh, there are a lot of, a lot of people who, who, uh, use iClone and, um, and, but using iClone and mastering iClone is, is uh, there are two different things. Mm, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, uh, if you don't use the tools you have there, uh, then you won't get, uh, the, the shot you, you want to do. And, um, it it wasn't so tricky uh, uh, to to do this. Uh, it it uh, worked. Uh, it was I didn't uh, don't recall using any paths or anything. No, no. I did. The camera movement was hand animated.
2: Hmm. Uh,
1: so it. Um, uh, but the transition uh, between the, the certain uh, movements uh, was so smooth so that uh, you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't realize that um, uh, the the animation. Yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah. Well, congratulations, it's just really masterly. Um, basically, what was your general workflow on creating a scene?
1: Uh, first of all, I um, when I have a scene with dialogue, I um, um, I import all the necessary dialogue into into the iClone project and place it uh, where I want it to be. And then, um, and then I start the animation mostly uh, with the um, overall uh, movement like walking or, or the basic stuff mm-hmm. and if this is done then I go into uh, deep into the uh, into the animation of the hands and, and, and the, the body and uh, the facial animation mm-hmm. Um and uh, sometimes I create the, the camera animation first so so I can uh, adjust the the, uh, the animation of the character. But most of the time, I do first the character animation with the facial animation and then the camera animation. Mm. So I, I create the scene, and then I decide how to put uh, the camera uh, in the scene. Uh, the camera work was was uh, was a very uh, tricky thing. I, I started very traditional. Uh, with a very traditional camera work, so like uh, um, steady shots uh, 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 with uh, basic uh, um, wide shot and and, and uh, uh, close up and such things. But uh, after a year, I decided to do uh, to create the the long handheld shots um, mm. because I thought that would be. Uh, would be closer to the feeling i wanted uh, yeah. i wanted into this movie and so so i uh, i redid all the scenes uh, after in 2018 ah. i redid all the scenes i did uh, i did until then uh, and did all the camera shots uh, again
0: how did you I, how did i have that in my notes how did you achieve that handheld look uh,
1: i use uh, i used the character um, um, i placed the character into the scene and i put the camera on the head of the character, I connected the head and the, ca- and the camera, uh, with, uh, so uh, when you put an animation, like an idle animation on the character, you have this this uh, subtle movement from mm-hmm. the camera, and then I just uh, just animate, uh, push the character through the scene and, and I get this handheld uh, uh, Stuff. When when I when I have the when the character when the female hero is running, uh, uh, then I put the running animation on the on the cameraman. It's it's for it's literally a cameraman,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, uh, and he runs uh, uh, behind her, and and so you have this this uh, kind of uh, uh, jerky camera jerky movement. look, yeah oh
0: that's clever very clever of you to do that yeah that's excellent there's a uh, there's a interesting scene that occurs about three quarters of the way through in which she finally is confronted with the alien and shoots him with the last uh uh shell in the gun and acid from the alien scars her face yes and i was very surprised at that scene when i first saw it because it's the kind of thing that you would never ever see in a Hollywood-level film—the disfiguring of the lead female's face—and yeah. I, it makes absolute sense in your in your film, and it's very effective. Why did you decide to include this scene, and how did you achieve that look on the materials of the model's face?
1: Yeah, so I went to. Um, um... Uh, movie uh, injuries, uh, pictures of movie injuries I could find, and which uh, which were which were better watchable. Uh, and so I created several layers uh, for for her face to have this uh, some uh, some burned and some uh, uh, deep acid wounds. Uh, and uh, it was very hard to do. Uh, uh, it, it it required a lot of layers. Uh, uh, to to have this this kind of mushy and, and mm. liquid uh, uh, bloody uh, uh, stuff uh, and yeah uh, I uh, I thought it would be an interesting turn uh, of events to to have this uh, to to um, to show that she is uh, she's fighting for her life with uh, with everything she has yeah. Uh, and I'm very happy that you realized that that uh, that in the shotgun there was only one shell left uh, because I wasn't sure if if uh, if it's clear enough because uh, I don't say it uh, I just I just show the uh, show the graphics uh, uh, for a short time and I'm very happy that uh, that this is that uh, worked. Oh, good, uh, good,
0: yeah. that's good, good. Um, overall, how satisfied were you with the film? Did you achieve what you set out to do with it?
1: uh this was a dream project of mine uh i i always i, I was always and i'm always a fan from uh from with this uh, franchise and i always wanted to do an alien movie um uh, obviously i'm here in germany uh it's not possible for me to do it in, in real life so i decided i do a machinima version mm-hmm. and i do uh i do it like i wanted to do it without any uh uh, studio or any uh, ex- executive had uh, uh, to telling me what to do, and um, it took me three years. But it was it was uh, it was a very very uh, great journey to do this, and I am very happy that the movie is so well received uh, yep. on the internet. Uh, it has more than. 130,000 uh, views right now, and it's um, I'm I'm really happy about that.
0: Oh, that's great! Congratulations. How have your professional colleagues? Do they know about the film, and what are their thoughts? Uh,
1: some of them uh, know know about this. Um, you know, in Germany, it's um, it's a bit. Uh, uh, if you, if you do such films like, 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 if you do genre films, uh, uh, they don't take you seriously here. Ah, I see, yeah. So, and um, this is uh, a kind of side project uh, in my spare time, and um, uh I, uh, I show it to my friends, that's that's for sure, but not my colleagues.
0: Mm, I get it. I get it. Yes. Yeah. So, what are you working on next? Do you have another project you're thinking of,
1: or? Yes. Yes, I have another project. It's called the Tavern. Uh, it's a it's a fantasy parody, uh, and it uh, it is in development for over a year now. But but I had so much work to do uh, last year, so I uh, I had to put it down uh, hmm. this time, and uh, I uh, I have to wait until iClone Eight is out because i want to do the rendering right, in right. unreal engine yeah and uh, and Icon 7 has a problem that uh, this program doesn't uh, deliver a steady frame rate um, below 60 fps yeah. this is and uh, if you want to record animations in unreal from from iclone you have to do a steady f- uh, frames per seconds uh, otherwise the animation is jerky mm. and um, and I hope Action Eight will provide the uh, the possibility to to go below sixty uh, FPS, so I yeah. can I can do that. Uh, that's a, that's the reason why uh, why I didn't do uh, a lot uh, a lot of new stuff uh, lately. Uh, but I am working on it. I have I have done a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uh, casting uh, for this. Uh, I had more than thousand uh, people attended to the casting. And, wow. Uh, uh, it was a very hard choice to to choose the the actors, and uh, uh, almost every everyone has has done their lines now, and uh, took me a lot of money. But um, I uh, I will do this. It, it's a series about five to ten minutes uh, per uh, per episode. Six episodes are planned, so this is. Uh, big project oh i'm so happy that looks
0: great it looks so great and i know uh uh, iceland 8 is going to be quite a quite an interesting development certainly on the animation and they're redesigning the entire animation system yeah they do Uh. had you given any thought to using omniverse for rendering at all
1: Uh, I haven't looked uh, into the Omniverse thing. I think it's uh, the NVIDIA thing. I'm I'm not sure. Um, I haven't looked into it right now.
0: Well, uh, Real Illusion is uh, well-connected with uh with uh, Omniverse and uh they provided a plug-in where you can move everything character creator and I clone directly into Omniverse and Omniverse does ray traced rendering inside yeah. so it might be worth taking a look although Unreal is so good and uh, it, it's so well established it might make yes, sense to stay with that
1: but Unreal is a beast uh, yeah, it, yeah. It, to to conquer Unreal this is this is real uh, this is real work yeah, um, yeah. The thing is, to uh, if you convert the that's the reason why I always use the native uh, renderer from, from iCloud. If you convert your scene into other programs like iRay or or um, or Unreal or or this Omnibus, you will always have uh, a lot of changes uh, with the materials and mm. with the lighting, mm. and it's very hard to to um, to assess uh, if the lighting will be good in the omniverse when it's look, looking good in iClone. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, uh, that's the reason why I always, uh, always uh, backed, uh, um, uh, where, where I always uh, don't do this. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, listen, I want to thank you so much for talking uh, today about your film. Congratulations you. to you on your success. And we'll definitely be following your work and promoting your work as well uh, in the future. If there's anything I can do for you or the uh, completely machinima people can do for you, just let us know.
1: Yeah, I uh, uh, thank you for the offer. And uh, I will let you know if, if there's anything
0: okay okay yeah. and uh this episode will probably go up in the middle of april i'll be sure yeah. to let you uh, uh send you a link and uh, it'll be both uh, the podcast audio and then also the video
1: yeah super perfect
0: well thank you renee I, I appreciate it good luck stay safe and um, i'll see you again
1: yes that's i hope and it was very very nice talking to you and uh um, I'm looking forward to the to the final podcast.
0: Very good. Thank you, sir. Okay.
1: Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.